Perik Yud Bey's Mishnah Gimel. The Chalitza procedure consists of three parts. There is, of course, the Yavama's act of removing the Yavim's shoe. The Pasuk also describes how the Yarkov after removing the shoe, the Yavama should spit before the Yavam. And third, the Pasuk describes how the Yavim and Yavama, at different points in the procedure, should say certain words. The Yavama starts by saying to the judges, my brother-in-law has refused to perpetuate the name of his deceased brother in Yisrael. He doesn't want to take me in Yibam. The Yavim then says, I do not desire to take her. The Yavamba then removes the shoe, spits before the Yavam, and then declares, such is done to the man who chooses not to build the house of his brother. So we have these recitals, two for the Yavamba, one for the Yavam, that also are part of the procedure. Now certainly, they're supposed to do all three parts for the Chalitza. Ramisha discusses which of these parts is essential, in the sense that if it was omitted, that would invalidate the whole procedure. They would have to do it again. They wouldn't fulfill the mitzvah. The Mishnah states, if if she removed the Yavim Shu and spat before him, but she didn't recite the verses, there's also a verse for him to recite, Allah is the Chalitza is nonetheless valid. The basis for this ruling and the other points being made here will be presented below. The Mishnah then states, the other hand, if she recited the verses and spat before the Yavim, but never removed his shoe, certainly in that case, Chalitza Sipsula. Chalitza is not valid. The Mishnah says, What if Chalitza Vikara Avalorakaka, she removed the Yavim's shoe and recited the verses, but didn't spit before him? Allah in this case is disputed between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Yezer, Omer Chalitza Sipsula. Rabbi Yezer says the Chalitza in this case is not valid. For just as the removal of the shoe is integral, so too is the requirement that she spit before the Yavam. Whereas Rabbi Akiva, Omer Chalitza Sekshay, Rabbi Akiva says if they omitted the spitting, the Chalitza is nonetheless valid. And each opinion now presents his basis. Omer Rabbi Liezer, Liezer argues that as part of the Yavam's declaration, after they perform the actions, she declares, So shall be done to the man who chooses not to rebuild the house of his brother. Now, whenever you see the word kacha in the Pasuk, it indicates that what was described here is essential. And the Pasuk mentions that word next to the word yeaseh, so shall be done, implying that we're talking about an action. So, putting this together, this teaches us, Any action component of the procedure described in the Pasuk is essential if it's not done, the mitzvah is invalid. So, since the step of her spitting before the Yavim is also in action... If that didn't happen, the procedure is invalidated. Although if they didn't recite the verses, that wouldn't invalidate the chalitza, since reciting verses is not in the category of an action. It's just speech, a recitation. So says Rabbi Eliezer. Amr Bikiva replies, Misham Raya, do you have any proof from that language there of kacha yeaseh? Bikiva says you have to read the next word. It says kacha yeaseh laish. So it shall be done to the man who chose not to do Yibam to the Yavam. By adding this word La'ish, we understand that the Kacha language, which says that what I'm discussing here is essential, only refers to Kaldavershu Maisabish, and those steps that are actions performed on the Yavam himself. So that only refers to the Yavama's act of removing the shoe from the Yavam's foot, not to the spitting. She doesn't spit on the Yavam, she spits on the ground before the Yavam. 
So that's not a Maisa Be'ish, therefore that step is not integral. So it never happened, the Chalitza is nonetheless valid.